Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 29th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I mean, what an amazing format, the Tour Champion. The the net format, all hail the net format. Look at the tournament it delivered us. I mean, Rory Baccaroy and Scotty Scheffler going. Are we going negative off the bat here I'm after a great negative. day of I'm going golf? Posi- I'm going positive. Look. At- well, can I punch back on that notion? Because I heard a lot of people doing victory laps about the format. <laughs> it was Rory Baccaroy versus Scotty Scheffler. The format had nothing to do with it. It could have been match play. It could have been a 72-hole stroke play. It was great because we had Rory versus Scotty. Now, it was the net format solely responsible for delivering us that in that moment? I guess based on, you know, Scotty being so much shaky and starting ahead, but it had nothing to do necessarily. The match play could deliver that on a Sunday too. 70 hole stroke play could deliver that. On a Stableford could have delivered that. Like, it's just the way the cookie crumbled. It was not due to the format, right? And, and, and honestly, why it was so good was because it, it kind of turned into us, and I know this is cliche, and all you guys hit this a lot. The like match play. This is basically match what play. What about Sunjay? Are you just uh, ignoring Sunjay's role in the tournament? When he had finished that double, one shot, finished oh, one shot out with the double on the gross. He finished the one shot out on the gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah he finished one shot out on the net too. Yeah. Not, so not I mean, he was, he some was good right shop there. credit. Some good shop credit. Some good bonus pool money, I suppose, for both of those. Um, but yes, I, 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 it was odd to hear the format praised for the reason why this, this, we got this Sunday. It could have been anything. We, we really got, it was so great because we had the number one player in the world, the, I don't know, most popular or most visible non tiger player in the world at the moment. Um, and a fan favorite to be sure media favorite to be sure, uh, going back and forth. Right. And, I- and that's why it was uh, really a spectacle i think was the word we heard used quite a bit you know it's amazing to look back especially after the morning where where scheffler just like took the commanding six shot lead you thought it was i thought i was just gonna take a nap this afternoon to be completely honest but uh it turned into a really riveting day of golf it was uh it was great you know i i think that this is an example of of uh of why sports are great is like despite all the things that that work against this tournament, you know, the golf course, the the weather, the... Uh, it looks so hot. Those guys look miserable. <laughs> oh, yesterday. It was hot where I was yesterday, in D.C. Yesterday was uh, all time. Just like, dripping. wouldn't want to be anywhere near that golf course. Because uh, Choking. Yeah, after the rain and then the hot, the hot sun after a Suffocating. big... Suffocating. Oh, just... You saw the, uh, all the guys were drenched in sweat. Yeah. But, but anyways, I mean... This is what any tournament and tournament golf could, you know, do is it could rise above, you know, everything put in its way. I will also point out the afternoon commercial free on the back nine was really delightful. It was really, really nice. And it, it, you could just see how much easier it is. And I, you know, I know this isn't probably realistic all the time or most of the time. And you need somebody to pony up big money to do it. But you could just see how much easier it was for the telecast. Like those guys. Oh yeah. Like they didn't. They have got Tariko's on site. Tariko comes in, gives him a spell for a couple minutes, right? And, and then yeah. Zayner was. We got more Zayner. Zayner was great. Zayner was analyzing Scheffler's Shade. swallows. 
What about because the that was a great that was a great swallow there. Like he must, he's not that nervous. That looked like he 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 swallowed pretty well as he addressed it. Like we're getting that level of analysis from Zinger with no commercials. It was great. Straight as train smoke got you know trotted out again. Uh, that old cliche. But yes, did, the did you commercial. See, free. Did you hear him uh, t- analyzing the shade, the shadow mm-hmm. on the putt on the hole? He was Scheffler had a, a right to left putt with the shadow on the that kind of crested over the right side of the hole, and he was like, you know, maybe it's just me, but it was great. I, I, I always it. liked when it was this way, not the other way. <laughs> I, love- <laughs> I just felt like I would never could miss when it was this way. I loved Evan Zinger. I loved Evan Zinger. What he did, that was a good swallow on the fifteenth tee. I was, I was all in. I'm, I'm loving it. But anyways, it was, I'll, it was I'll a great the watch. Pivotal point of today was was the absolute pivotal moment of today bank xander not making birdie on yeah. 18 in the morning and rory yeah. rory getting sneaking into that final group with scotty and oh. being able to go toe-to-toe with them and i mean if if i'm convinced if xander's in in the place shooting the same score he shot today scotty wins easy because he doesn't feel the heat the way he did but like that was as bad of golf as I've ever seen Scotty play. He was not good. I would no. have loved to have been on the ground and hear heard the the ball contact <laughs> and seen if it was different than when he's flushing it. You don't like his ball contact, no. right? Is that our old thing? Right? Just, I, want, I would have been able to know if it sound. was the clubs or you know if it's just he's just a weird ball contact guy. But he, it was it was bad today. It was We're, it was not good, and Rory was really good. We're recording right as soon as this, pretty much as soon as it was over. So things are going to happen. We live, uh, you know, uh, just for full disclosure, we're recording about six o'clock, six thirty after the end of the tournament. I look up on my screen, ports of Cameron Smith going to live, and who's who who's out there talking with the microphone in his mouth? None other than the the man ringing the bell himself, Tom Cryer. I would like to hear what he's saying, but uh, we're recording here early. I, I Scheffler was. Incredibly shaky. Like you said, it was a huge benefit to Rory to be there alongside him. Huge benefit to the broadcast, right? It's just easier to build that drama, build that product, build that kind of player versus player um, uh, entertainment value uh, with them in the same group. Uh, It had to be a little like when you're not hitting it well and Rory was good. Like he he started with the triple. He shot whatever he shot, twenty one under from like the third hole of the like sixty ninth hole of the championship, right? Twenty one under. He went dropped to even par. But when you're not playing particularly well, and and Scotty's trying to cut it, and he's double crossing and going way left, and you got Rory there oh, often. Did you notice how like, long it was taking Scotty to hit shots? I have it in the notes. Yeah, oh, he was. And not then Rory would like just walk up and hit it. That's the other thing is like he's like getting a, stepping off over and over again. And then you hit the ball and you hit a shitty shot. And then Rory turns and like gets up and hits a good shot in two seconds. Was it uh, it was the birdie. What was it? 13. The the wedge, the flip wedge. It was like 122 when he yeah. got uh, 12. It was 12. And Scotty was just never comfortable. He was he was not good. But it has to be a little like playing with Rory when he's driving it like that. I wouldn't say it was his like absolute best day driving it, but he just goes over corners. And Scotty's not a poofer at all. He's not a short ball hitter by any stretch. But it just adds to the uncomfortableness, I imagine, when, when you don't have it going. And that was the key, Rory getting in that final group. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like, I don't... Rory has a little bit different intimidation factor than a, a Xander you know, no offense to Xander, but you know, you're talking about probably the greatest player of the generation versus versus uh, versus Xander, right? It's, yeah. it's just like a different feel, and you you know, I think one of the things people know about Rory, and I think Xander goes low a lot, but he doesn't have that same rep of, as Rory as being able to go bananas low, right? Even though, yeah. even if that might not be true, because like I saw statistic the other day that Xander had more rounds of 63 or under last year on tour. Right. But like there's the the rep rep of like when Rory gets going, he's, he's unstoppable, you know, with him. And I, you know, the thing about the round Rory wasn't perfect. I was going to say he was pretty, it it felt like 
he was letting Scotty kind of escape with a, a pretty subpar game when he didn't have it. You know, it, it it was closer than it almost should have been. He wasn't his absolute best. You know, the putt on 15 was sort of like gravy on everything, but he made a fair, he made some mistakes, not a bunch. Well, he got really great break 66. on 16, you know, right? Like that, yep. that was an unbelievable break for it to hit the flag because that that's off the green. That's a bogey. And then he got he got a nice break. But he made the I don't putt. Think it, he made the putt. A lot of those like 10 footers he made coming yeah. back. I know he took advantage of it. It was a good break. Yep. And I, I think he got a pretty good break on 18 with the TIO. <laughs> Granted, like he made par. I don't think he probably would probably still would have made par wherever the ball would have gone uh, if he had to hit from like an unplaced lie. Yeah, sure. But like the simple fact is to come back <laughs> from at 1.10 down to win is is extraordinary and you know i don't know the tournament might have been better if it was if it was gross would have been maybe uh we don't know i think it would have been a great tournament either way because you would have had a you know anybody's ball game going into the final round and you know rory breaking through and sung jay battle like those two dueling now like you know with scotty and rory it was kind of like a apropos finish one of the things that i found uh, interesting was that, uh, and I think you probably, I, we had a slack going about it is that Rory effectively apologized to Scotty and his acceptance he should speech. have half of this trophy. Um, and I think that that gets to the crux of, of kind of the issue with this, this playoff system and tournament and why we have this net net thing is that like Rory admitted, like apologizing, everybody knows it's a season long thing. And if it's a season long thing, Scotty would be, you know, the guy that you'd give it to. Um, but, you know, this is a playoff. So if it's a playoffs and everybody's starting at zero, Rory Rory's not apologizing to anybody. Right, right. Scotty wasn't good enough today Scotty was to bad say today. he was, should win, I guess. I don't know. He started in front. He started with strokes. He wasn't good enough to win the playoffs. Now, that's a but, larger But the concept about. of the, the whole thing is right. to reward the season-long play, which is why Rory apologized, right? And, uh, and that makes it... That's just the uncomfortable thing that, that hasn't been defined about this tournament. And I, I would love for them to just go to the... Just, like, anybody there has as good of a chance as anybody else to win. Because... We still would have gotten a Rory win and he still would have won the playoffs I've and it this. still would have been a really close tournament. Now, like I, I agree getting Rory and Scotty, that's like a dream, but it still would have been entertaining. I've watched this tournament for whatever, like 15 years. It feels like certainly more than a decade. And the one thing we always talk about with, East Lake is like, I don't remember, like, I feel like I don't know any of the holes. I know that, you know, like 18, you know, like you just don't, none of it like registers in your brain. Like it does even at a major where you go once every 10 years or five years. That was like the closest I paid attention. It felt like to all the holes, all the shots sort of understanding. Like I, I could call back, like tell you what happened on every hole right now. Like that, that felt like the closest I've really ever paid attention to a final round, uh, I think almost including Tiger. Tiger Tiger sort of overwhelmed the moment, right? You're just following yeah. Tiger. You're not caring about like the course or the contest. You're just watching at Tiger's every step. But that was like the closest I ever paid attention to really the cor- the course and, and within the context of the tournament. Or the I think that the broadcast did a really good job too with tracking ahead and being like, this is 12... Here's Justin Thomas hitting it really close. This is a great birdie opportunity. The leaders will be there in 25 minutes, right? Yeah. Like they did they, that stuff. They're like, they got out to fifth. They showed, I think they showed another JT shot on 15. They're like, yep. this is a really hard hole. Yep. Zinger talked about it's looming in your head long before you hit the shot. Like he does every <laughs> single year. I swear. <laughs> I've heard him say that multiple times at this place. But anyways, he said, you know, but like they did a nice job of showcasing that, that, that like the guys that weren't really in it, but still were in it. And that's one thing I will say. These guys playing like till like 10th place are playing for such a huge, huge sums of money. Yeah, in a like way, Straka and Homa, like that, yeah. like those battles that were going on behind ahead of them. Yeah, 
And one of the things with it being the the formatted in is in and I know everybody clamors for match play here, but what I'll say is if you did if you went to match play and you played out the first top eight spots or something, like those matches would be so fun to watch and there'd be there'd effectively be uh four of those like closing moments where oh mm. this is for a million like when Homa shot hit the flag, yeah, and you're like, oh my god, that was like that's... an eight hundred thousand dollar break. You know that that's cool, and that's where this of like, I kind of walked away from today being like, and I I people get upset that they th- say I'm always negative, and what I'm frustrated with is just that this event has so much potential. There's so much money. It's the end of the regular season. There are, there are like so many aspects of this that could make ingredients to this event that could make an incredible tournament. But there are so many uh, things that hold it back. And that's what's so frustrating because those moments like Homa hitting the flag, those are things that you, you catalog in your brain if they're uh-huh. showcased the right way in, in the right format and remember for years and this is like this event, everything gets kind of blended together because of a number of factors, but we'll always remember the Scheffler Rory duel. And I think that's like important because this tournament outside of like Tiger hasn't had that many like Tiger. And then I, the next one I would go back to is Rory Ryan Moore was the yeah, last like it does not deliver on regularity. And I think it's just like a few small tweaks away from being like maybe one of the three or four best events on the PGA Tour schedule, which is a big upgrade from where it is right now. Uh, it delivered today, though. You're, yeah. you're not saying it. I'm not. saying like right. it absolutely delivered today. today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should talk. I, the TIO relief was great. Just the, the tournament starting with two rounds of. Uh, you know, ball in hand, and then ending with the TIO thing. It's just with the principal Saturday, the himself. Saturday, the finish not getting done. So yeah, coming back just Sunday like morning about the tour championship was just it was so good. Like it had all the elements there. Um, we should talk a minute about Rory. Um, like, irrespective of like whether he won today or not. So here's here's my problem with Rory. We uh, not with Rory, but the coverage of Rory is like it is so adulatory or so much adulation at this point where I feel like I'm sort of gun shy to say like praising great things about him, nice things because you don't want to be like oh you're just a media guy in the tank. I I love following Rory. I think he seems like a, a pretty smart human being, uh, well intentioned, but I'm like hesitant to praise him because we've got guys saying. They're arguing that he's a player of the year candidate now. Um, and he's had a great year. Like, right? And he's a FedEx Cup champ for the third time, and not even Tiger can claim that. You know, whatever. Um well, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I saw someone tweet that. Um, I think in jest. But like, irrespective of today, Rory's longevity, I just don't think is a thing that we're gonna see anymore, ever. Like with this generation. And I think we kind of lose sight of that because so much happens with Rory almost weekly. It feels like whether it's uh, off the course, live the open championship, whatever it is, um, golf pass uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, whatever it is. There's so much happening with Rory. Like he entered the top 10 in the world. on I think it was like December of 2009. And he's going to be in the top 10, December, 2022. Like, more or less, he spent about 14 years in the top 10 in the world. I know he's dipped, fallen out at times and jumped back in. He's not been number one uh, a ton, a good stretch, more than most, not as much as DJ. I just think like his longevity is something we're not going to see anymore. To see someone like these guys we're watching right now compete, even Scheffler, maybe, even Cam Smith, certainly like Cameron Young. Joaquin Neiman, like, are they still going to be doing that like 14 years after they enter, you know, the rarefied air of top 10 in the world, top 15 in the world? I, I And Rory doesn't seem close to like hitting a downward trend or a sunset line at all. I, I just feels like we don't appreciate that 
quite enough with how, because it gets sucked up in the recency of, of whatever's gone on in his life. And obviously also a little bit of the major drought too, because of, of, of that, that that's been eight years now. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy thing about Rory too, is this major drought and all the things like usually when a player of his caliber goes on a major drought, it's like a, a swoon, but yeah. he's accomplished so much other stuff. Like, you know, is, is, is he led. Didn't he lead the tour in strokes gained this year? I don't I think know. so. That or he won the right. Varden not, award. He won the Varden for the so he won time. the scoring scoring title. And like the important thing to like the footnote of that also is like Rory plays the hardest events. You know, you win the scoring title playing Rory's schedule. It's like it means something. And I think that's like one of the odd things about his career is this major drought is not like it's not. One of those, oh, he's 200th in the world. The consistency is, and I think that's one of the things that, that makes it so maddening. And it starts, it makes you wonder if there's something in his head about it, right? Majors. About majors in general, because like it, it shouldn't, we shouldn't be here where we're eight years removed from his last major. And in the meantime, was he won three FedEx Cups in that time? Yeah. First, uh, when was the first one? Yeah, 16. 16 was the first yeah, one. Yeah, so he's so, won three FedEx Cups and uh no majors. You know, but Jay would Jay would argue uh, players. Big Jay would say, you know, he's won won four majors in that time. Does Rory have eight majors? Next on next segment on the shotgun start. Should we consider Rory an eight time major champion? Up next on the shotgun start. I'll <laughs> I mean, whatever the FedEx Cup for all the goofiness and, and sort of a forced, um, sort of I don't know, forced importance, you know, upon it. It's reflective of something. It's reflective of good golf over a long stretch of time, just to get to the Tour Championship to win it. Uh, and I would just, I, I think, like, I don't know what Rory has to accomplish much more outside of the majors, running up that tally, but his longevity. That, that he continues to play at the absolute highest level, top one, two, three, five player in the world for almost 14 years straight is something I don't think we're going to see very much anymore, ever. Um, so, Here, Can I ask that. you a question? I've seen yeah. tons of people trot out this storyline of like doing this with all this huge burden he's carrying. Uh, as I the, think it's motivating. I think it works in attention. I'm not trying what, to overplay that either, but it's probably like I need to. I would need to grind. I, I want to, you know, put a score up there. Like f this, right? Is it? I, I also think like in golf, like sometimes distractions are the greatest thing in the world, and this has been one giant distraction for his personal golf game, and we've seen. That's like, true. This is arguably uh, he's had a lot of great years in the last ten years. You know, maybe I'm not I'm not going to say ten. In the last seven years, he's had a lot of great years. This might be the great greatest year of golf we've seen from him in the last seven years. From like from top Ball to striking. bottom, yeah, oh, from it's top been so to bottom. Good. So like one of the things is like you you play your best golf when you think about your golf game the least like when you're thinking the least about what's going wrong in your golf game you generally play the best and sometimes that's when you're busy with other when your mind is busy with other stuff especially i just think like rory's one of those guys that like he's a conscious human being so he thinks about stuff a lot right and sometimes distractions can be the best thing possible now i'm not i'm not trying to poo poo everything he's gone through but like ever people handle like golf is such a personal thing to just like equate this as like this has been it could be we could look back and say he could you know in, he might say like when he looks back 10 years from now that this year it was super motivating for him on the course because of everything going on off the course right right i i i don't disagree with that um i think like i'm seeing arguments that he should be the player of the year and Scotty can do the PGA player of the year because that's, I think that's a rigid point system, but that the players should vote for Rory based on what he's done for them. And like the best player on the golf course this year was Scotty Scheffler, right? I mean, that's not, he wasn't today, but it, it, I, I get that Rory's done a lot for golf. Um, I, I think it's being over, over, uh, I, I, 
I've gone back and forth. I'm seeing people say he saved golf. That that seems excessive. Um, but I've also wondered a little bit today about like where we we talked so much about what the hell is going to happen to the PGA Tour in the post Tiger era, and like I also kind of wonder about that with Rory too, because it that may be a long ways off. But is there like another figure like Rory in the game right now? Um, in terms of certainly in terms Maybe of Cameron play. Young with those with those excited comments that he made. I lost you. What'd you say? Maybe Cam? I said maybe it's Cameron Young with the, oh. with those exciting comments that he made, those encouraging comments about his prospects on the PGA Tour. I'd have to say it might be Cameron Young. I wish uh, I wish Liv came about at a different point in my career. I'm just talking to nobody right now. Is your video gone? I lost your video. I can't hear anything. You lost me. Can't see you. Yeah. Maybe that's your Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi. I don't know. But Can you hear me now? I got you. I got you. Anyways, I just think like, anyways. I was saying saying it could be Cameron Young. I got you. Tour was incredibly lucky to have Rory now, and I wonder where they're going next. Is there another figure like him coming along that, I, I wouldn't say he saved the PGA Tour, but he certainly was more critical than anyone else and it's uh, continuing to fight. Um, okay. Congrats to him on a, a FedEx cup. I, I think Scotty Scheffler is your player of the year. Let's do an ad read for our friends at Rio Mar. Talk about Rio shoes.com. Important note error in the last ad. It is not, it's not a hotel there in the Dominican are. Republic or Puerto Rico. Wherever it was a Wyndham, too. We were given Wyndham a, a little pop. Well, probably because we had a little empathy for them never getting what they des- got out of the Wyndham reward sponsorship. We gave Wyndham a little extra juice. But. If you want great, long-lasting, like I, I say this, nothing frustrates. I bought some new running shoes a few months ago, and like one of the treads is already pulling up on it. And I'm like, what the hell? I just bought these. Like, these should last at least six months before they go to shit. You know, if you want great, long-lasting shoes, I have a pair that is two-plus years old that I still wear all the time, and they don't stink. They're like, you know, they're kind of like your outdoor, like, dress-up, dress-down shoe. Like, you can wear them in all kinds of situations. They can be, like, one of the, the ways I wear them a lot is, like, they're my dog walking shoes late at night when I need to, you know? But then I can also wear them out to, like, a somewhat nice dinner and not look like a fool, you know? Like, so these shoes are super versatile. Um, they have, they're, like, deck drivers. They got, they've got chuckas. They got all kinds of chukas. things. They are, but the biggest thing is that your shoes you don't wear, or you wear no socks with a lot. And they don't stick. That's that's critical. I wear them for like every errand. Wear them even up to the pool now. SGS15 is the promo code to use at RioMarShoes.com. Again, not RioMar.com. RioMarShoes.com. SGS15. Uh, I would just say you, you can also personalize the bearings, right? You can get like the whatever kind of SEC colors you want. You can wear them all game day wear them around campus whatever it is what you do i I don't know how many college kids listen to this but i I think there's probably people going to college football games but get the bearings if you already have the shoes you can switch out the bearings from you know week to week or or update them so go to realmarshoes.com use the promo code sgs15 do you have anything more on the tour championship you'd like to talk about that we maybe neglected i would like to talk about scotty a little okay I mean, he should have been short- penalized on twelve. Oh God, that. a slow play! I, I you got it. You got to hit it if you're not comfortable enough. Like I, that's part of the deal. Anyways, I don't mean to harp on just that one moment, but I, I think that's think- a, that's a that's a penalty, or you can, that's just not the game anymore at that point. Go Do you ahead. think the nerves got to him? Do you think the eighteen million got to him? Well, I watched his comments after. He goes, I've never played it for money. I've never, pl- I wanted to win the championship. I wanted to win something that signified a season lawn like reward or a season lawn achievement. And I never thought about the money at all, all day. Um, Allegedly. I don't know. Yeah. Do you that think was- it got to him? I just don't think he, he didn't have his best stuff last night, Saturday night. And, and sort of the rain delay hit at a good time. And he rain came delay and got saved a- him. 
got hot Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. What, if he, he had won by 10, six? that was going to be a big point of mine was that like, why are we playing this uh, such an, a consequential event where there's like rain delays that break momentum? Like that was like the thing is like he effectively played the same way yesterday as he did today in the afternoon. And, you know, but then he got this rain delay that like just like pulled him off the court. It's, it'd be like, you know, the the team in the NBA finals, the other team is on a 10-0 run and you're on the ropes. Your your lead was once like 18. It's down to two. And you can say, oh, time out. We're going to come back tomorrow. <laughs> and like this is the silly thing about not having this tournament. When you have options of the country that literally it never rains in. And I know Coca-Cola and Southern Company are the reason are, are sponsored of this tournament. But guess what? Like in any other sport, the sponsor doesn't dictate where your your the finals of your of your season long thing are at, are held at. Like this is the 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 tail wagging the dog, right? Is right. like, oh, the sponsors want it here, so we're gonna have the most important tournament of our calendar year at this place. Like, versus we could maximize ratings, we could we could have predictable weather, and you know, a whole bunch of other things. If we moved it to the West Coast where it doesn't rain at this time of year, like, and like Scotty Scheffler almost got away with like getting a, just a free pass. He comes back in the morning, goes gangbusters, opens up the six shot lead. But then, you know, today, this afternoon, was, he was just stinky. Like it was the day before tied by the seventh hole. I think where I chased him down six. Made up His short game was like, it kind of kept him in it. it like yeah. how bad he hit the ball he was missed every green and regulation. And then he just kind of had to figure out how to get up and down. Yeah, when he hit 14 and 2, when he hit it, hit a green and reg, it was like, wow. God, he th- finally hit a green. Well, that's what made it feel like Rory wasn't like kind of letting him get away with it for a while there. And then the putt on 15 obviously swings things. Um, amazing year for Scotty. Finishes T2 with Sanjay. Yeah, yeah great year. year. I mean, historic Let's- year. And I'm kind of ha- like one thing that I was like really – loathing if he won in the cringe would have been like the tour saying he won five times and like right. they would have put him into these record books like with other great seasons and they would have acted <laughs> like he won this tournament like w- without the lead like you know that was one thing that i was like you know if he wins this is what's going to happen and it's so awful and i'm i I just like this tournament so much more when the gross and the net winner are the same person. Well, of course. Yes. We had two years without that. Uh, so, so I'm glad it aligned, r- r- which is yeah. why it's got to, it can't keep on this way. Like it's just so much nicer when, when everything works out like it did today. Uh, any other, let's, let's be positive for a minute. Who else is like, like just really happy, impressed with, I, I think it's easy to go to Max Homa five finishing fifth in the FedEx cup is a, a major, major accomplishment. I don't know if he'll get his due on social media or amongst the, you know, <laughs> people will call it out, but it deserves to be called out for sure. He's a, a good human being. I'll, I'll be uh, conscious. Like you said, Rory's conscious. He's conscious. I, you know, he's someone got a, he's got a kid on the way that'll help. They'll help pay for some diapers. A little bit, a little bit that and more. But that's Maybe an amazing accomplishment <laughs> for him. Amazing accomplishment for someone. I was wondering this weekend as we consider this new PGA Tour that may be coming with elevated, you know, tiers. Like, what happens necessarily to Max Homa? Uh, are there going to be less of the guys who like? who have the grace period of a few years to figure it out and find it out and, and can actually get back to this height this quickly. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. and I don't know if that was quick. I wouldn't say it was, it was quick, but he sort of was lost and struggling to keep his card, uh, not keeping his card. And now he's fifth in the FedEx cup. I just wonder if there's going to be less, it, it'll be harder to do that. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe there. I don't be, think it will though. I think yeah. like, I it 
so much is yet to be decided. Like we right. talked about on, yeah. on Friday's show. Like how they fill those fields, it could be even easier. And I hope that's the way that it leans is that like it's really like it's based off of how you play. Like sure, you have like your your guys that are in and and I think like the way I'd like to see it is you give the event some exemptions, maybe like you give them one or two, but then it's everything else is merit based. So if like Tiger wants to play, the event can get him in, even if he's not qualified world rankings wise, or like, I think you could approach Ricky that way. Right. Mm. Where like it, but then you could go strictly, strictly merit based and you could have like qualifier fields and that, that all of a sudden drives like significance all the way down, right? That's how you get really exciting golf. Like we had last weekend too, where it was like these guys are playing to get in and, and it's like an awesome way to end and conclude tournaments when there's more than one winner in a way, right? When, mm. when there are, when there's consequence, it's the same thing when, with those open championship spots and like kind of the doldrums of the summer is yeah. like, it adds just a little bit of juice when, you know, certain guys are playing to get into like their second major of their career. Right. Game, but they can do the these game. same things with these, with these events. And I, th- I hope that it, it yields us more types of Max Homa stories where like, a guy like uh, is on somewhat of a meteoric rise the last couple of years into this, you know, level of player. I mean, uh, it would yield us more Sepstrakas too. Who doesn't? The Septic Tank, you know. Congrats, the Septic T7. Tank. Tom Hoagie finishes tenth in the FedEx oh. Cup. Tommy Tables. I mean, he had a great I, season. He I got it. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite moments of the telecast was on Saturday, I believe, maybe oh, Friday, God. Friday or Saturday. They go to clip to t- Tom Hoagie and uh, and they start being like they were like Ho- Hoagie's got the Presidents Cup and the those captains fix in the back of his mind. He told us you never know how many chances you're going to get at this. And, I mean, it's all true, but like Tom Hoagie, it'd be like it'd be like one of those moments. And I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass saying this, but like when you look back ten years, you're like Tom Hoagie played Presidents Cup. Well, there's a fair amount. If you look through the Prez Cup Wikipedia, well, you know, both sides, there's some of those guys. Uh, he's right there, though. Zell Torres being out is going to give him a chance. So, anybody else about is that? A, I just want to call um, out Aaron, some Aaron of those guys. Wise. I know started way back, thirtieth even par. Well, I would just say in general, I mean, he went to that long putter, and. Uh, Aaron Wise was a bit of an anemia, like right. He was just like. You feel like he should be so good. You know, he does so enigma? many things. What, enigma. That's what I wanted to use. Okay. All right. Anemia. What's anemia mean? I think that's like a, a blood issue. Yeah, it is. Sickle it, cell right? anemia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. God. That's what a bad. What a not bad. anemia. Enigma. We're like, but, we're idiots. Don't, you know, we, we, there's a lot of things we don't have command of. Uh, Go ahead. But, but he, uh, that log putter, as much as I don't like long putters has shorted up and you know, like he was always like one skill. And now at this point he drives it so well, he can putt decently. Well, it's just like he tightens up a couple things and he could be one of those like sneaky top 15 players next year. Like he could easily work his way up high in the rankings because of how well he does, you know, drives the golf ball. And I mean, he, he's a, very, very talented player. Uh, apparently, he walked into the media center saying, uh, Rory did, saying, Super Bowl champ, shouting. We're recording as this is happening. Um, can I just whisper this for a second? Because I'm seeing the PGA Tour tweet. Apparently, he apologized to Scotty Scheffler's dad. Um, we stopped doing Thirst Bucket of the Week. Uh, I might put that one out there as a nominee. Papa. Scotty, Papa Scheffler? From Austin to now, I don't know. He seems to find the find it find his way into the post round scene. Anyways, bigger um, bigger thirst bucket. Papa like, Papa Shoffley or Papa Scheffler? I haven't seen much of Stefan Shoffley lately. I, I saw like, another so. day, but not much. All right, just I whispering. Was, I was just happy for the PGA Tour. I was really happy for the PGA Tour. Were that, you that that Xander did win the did oh, win the gross, oh. but not the uh, nut again? Because I heard that was a. Uh, it was in play. And, and it, it caused some uh, 
some bad blood. What do you mean? Yeah. Not supposed to go into that? Uh, how about Big J in the post on the green saying fans three times to our partners, media, volunteers? They said fans. Most important, they're fans, fans, fans. Like he was all about hammering home the fans deal. 3X. So, well, he was in uh, front of a bunch of fans. That's a smart move. You I'm know? glad you're you happy. Say? He, appeased, he appeased his audience. Glad you're happy for the PGA Tour. All right, that does it. I think anything else you want to say on the Tour Championship? A, a strong... Strong ass Sunday finish. I gotta say, the first was sluggish for the first three days, but we got what you wanted there at the you know when it mattered most over the last three hours plus. Um, all right, let's rip through our uh, results. European Tour all time name Thriston, who I keep calling Thurston. I think we Thirst can just bucket. call him Thurston. Thurston Lawrence wins in a playoff over Matt Wallace, who missed a somewhat short putt in the I mean, uh, Thurston, Omega Masters. Thurston should get a look for the President's Cup at this point. I guess we'll go to that next. Yeah. Thurston. Can we just go th- to that now? Sure. Let's just say Jill McGill won the U.S. Senior Women's Am. Uh, Steve Stricker won the Ally Challenge. And David Lane Murth won the uh, nationwide event on the Corn Ferry Tour Finals in Columbus. So congrats to all those winners. We'll have a lot more Corn Ferry coverage this next week. Yes, President's Cup. Probably all right. a fair Lift amount boys. of... Who are the guys going? Reported right. by so Rex Hoggard. Rex Saturday. Hoggard was first on this beat. Then it was, you know, everybody else. <laughs> we think. I believe that was the order. Uh so sources uh, confirmed that Cam Smith is gone. Obviously, we've known that and, and operated with that for a long time. Mito Pereira, uh, Joaquin a new one. Neiman, Joaquin right? Neiman, Mito Pereira, Chile. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, obviously Leishman, who had been long rumored with Smith, HV three, and Ka- Cam Tringali, the Cameron Zone, just being being attacked. Love. <laughs> And is Lahiri? No, Lahiri was not reported. That's just rumor still, Rumors. right? Lahiri. Um, the the Mito one um, surprised me a little bit. I know he'd been rumored earlier, and then it sounded like he had not been. Uh, maybe that was part of a Neiman negotiation, sort of. So we'll give Mito more to get kind of seal up, shore up Neiman. I had I had heard a rumor that. Mito, they weren't taking Mito, and Neiman yeah, I, was really upset that. about that. And then they they must I don't know. These are all so I'm guess, rumors. That's what I'm guessing. But yeah, yes. and and then I also had heard a rumor that Neiman had had signed and was trying to get out of it after the players' meeting, but you know he had already signed the agreement. I don't know. That's a that's a complete rumor. This is just something that I had heard. You know, and uh, but but yeah, obviously, huge blow to the President's Cup. It is it is reported by Bob Herrig that Pereira will not play the um, Boston Boston event. Instead, will play in the President's Cup. Interesting, interesting. So he'll which be at a there. certain point, it's like wh- what are we doing? Like Cam yeah. Smith this week too, a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not that he doesn't have the right to play. You know, it's just. Very, uh, but the President's Cup feels like they could just say, "Yeah, this is not worth it." Um, what are I just your watched, thoughts? They've got the promo ads with Cam Smith and all these guys in them on TV. Right, those are going to have to be recut quickly. Um, Neiman, I think is very substantial. Obviously, Cam Smith is substantial, but that was surprise, uh, not surprising. Neiman is like, did he last longer at US USF than he did with the Delaware delegation? I mean, that was like a. I mean, didn't he just meet that and commit the unanimous? They were all part of that. Maybe he never was. The, the agency plays a part of it. He's part of the GSE agency. That's all their guys have gone. More not not all there's of them. A few, but there's a few left out there that haven't Sammy, gone yet. Bermuda Burns, a couple others, I think. Hovland, um, right? No, nah, Hovland, I think is isn't he Wasserman with uh, Ricky's agent? Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, Neiman. That was not long. He was part of that group of 22 or 23 guys in Delaware, and now he's gone. Uh, uh, it's got to be hard for the President's Cup. Um, 
I think this is a little bit of a different kind of announcement, right? It's an international eclectic mix. It's some younger guys who are very much at the top of the game. You've seen guys win this year and win consequential titles in Riviera, the Open Championship, the players, Mito almost winning the uh, PGA. Um, a lot of it's a good crop. Is it one that like makes a live better than the PGA Tour? I don't think so, but obviously PGA Tour, PGA Tour has more Tour depth. A lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you're just you're t- this is a list of bona fide PGA Tour players. However you want to slice it, and then you have a couple guys, Mito and Neiman that might turn into like you know, like those guys were guys that you would say, are you surprised if, you know, like I think Pereira at this point at juncture in his career, what he's done in two years or one and a half years on the tour. It's like, God, that guy's really good. He could be a really, he could be a top 20 player. Neiman is a top 20 player and young, like both of them being young international players. I mean, yeah, it's a big blow to the tour because like, if the tour doesn't reform who gets into the tournament, like, and this is, this is what the, what lives doing is like, it's just eating away at like who the bottom of these events are. Right. It's just taking so much depth away from PGA tour events. What's the camp Dringali angle for live? I don't I know what it that. is for him. I like, yeah, I think for camp Dringali, this, why wouldn't you go? You have 48 spots. I, 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 is him and Charles Howell the third are like the biggest head scratchers. They they have to be like friends with somebody. I he's I don't understand it at all. Um, I would say on while we're on this front, Cam Young's quotes. And I know you were shouting about him when our internet went shitty. Um, terrible, eye opening. Ryan Lavner tweeted one. Uh, he was very interested in live. Fresh approach, quote, it's fresh approach. Also a quote, I wish it hadn't come along at this specific place in my career. Brendan Quinn had more. Obviously, it's the elephant in the room for everyone. Throughout the whole process with them, I was very interested. They have a bunch of good ideas and are doing some cool stuff. With some of the changes coming to the PGA Tour, that's kind of what really helped me decide, kind of stay and pursue those goals that I have for myself, like making a President's Cup team and a Ryder Cup team and winning a major. When all of that is just uncertain if you go. That's a tough place for me because, you know, I'm very young and there are a lot of factors. If I am considering, I'm not a lawyer, if I was considering a lawsuit or maybe just an argument, I'm making a messaging argument right now, that sort of gets at like the economists that I talk to and others, like a horizontal arrangement. You have a young player maybe suppressing his earning potential because of fear of losing opportunities, not necessarily even to play on the PGA tour, but lose a shot at the Ryder cup, lose a shot at winning a major. Cause he wouldn't otherwise be qualified maybe for, for much longer. It's it, it. And this is one of the guys in the 22 in the, in the pledged unanimous tour advocacy advocates, right? That, that, that like, that's a pretty like strong argument. If you're trying to make a case that these other organizations are suppressing the younger guys from maybe going out into the world and earning their max. No, I mean, that quote yeah, was alarming I, I thought, to me. If it wasn't yeah. this point in my career, I would have gone or I, I wish it hadn't come along. I, yeah, that's like the thing It's like, I wish it would have been at another point in my career. Right. It, I, I think it explains a lot of like, of the profile of players that are going, but it also like, I mean, that's a, Another reason why Neiman and Pereira, for example, are big gets for them because it is players in this this Cameron Young, and and if they get enough of those guys, it's hard to ignore, right? Yeah, yeah. And Cam Smith is obviously that's more of like a trophy. Uh, I mean, that's a he's a great player, obviously, but it's it's a trophy on the wall. He's not like sacrificing it. He's sacrificing less than those other young guys because he has the exemptions. From it winning. seems like Neiman is going to stick around. So he'll be top 50 in the world. And he was tour championship. So like he'll, he, have, he'll have spots. Yeah. But for a year it's and Pereira um, will be in the PGA, obviously based off of last year. Right. Right. Uh, I thought it was 
look, they're going to have more names to announce. John Rahm's sort of confusion about how much he has to play to before a Ryder Cup. Cam Young's quotes. It just felt like there was some, I don't know, a little bit of cracks in sort of the the, the unified top level PGA Tour message that we sort of understood from last yeah, week. Yeah, like Mito's fiftieth in the world rankings right now, right? Who? What do you? Not I for mean, long. Exactly. Not for long. Like, what do you? What do you do? I, I like. I saw something about BMW Wentworth. How the field's going to be? So right, they got so, a bunch of guys. Yeah, because like all these guys are going to play for world ranking points, right? Um, yep. It, it, it's um, it's obviously not a good, but you know, to be like Harold Varner doesn't really do anything for me. Um, Cam Tringali doesn't do much for me. I think I I like I like our guy Leishman. I hope he finds some pitchers parks out there i hope he hope he finds some places that he can he can batter around well, now but, as a member of a team he can really like strategize he doesn't have to worry about trying to swing for the fences he can play within his own game even more so as a member of a team um just kind of playstation to station ball like he'd prefer and not have to go for it but Let the other but guys he's on the back side of, of his career like you know i don't think we, you'd expect many like banner years from leash in the next you know 10 like he's still serviceable pga tour player but that's what he is now right um anything else on those defections it it we'll have much more on live but i i saw i think kyle robbins tweeted like good luck with your youtube product up against notre dame ohio state i was like oh man yeah nobody's gonna watch that next week but they're going to keep building momentum with their fields. Uh, I wonder where we, we may try to get somebody on to talk about the TV deal. It, it does feel like that may be moving ever closer, or, or at least they have momentum to try to get a TV deal. So um, um, one uh, one thing I would say, I'm one thing I'm I'm going to be keen to watch is: Are we done with the factions now for a little while? Well, they haven't had an event, you know. It's been forever. This yeah, is we're on the fourth event now. And now they got a bunch coming so quickly. One of the reasons these guys are going before the Presidents Cup is because in order to play the the big season, their their cash grab at the end of the season, derail you know, derail the seventy five million dollar event. You have to have played in four events, minimum of four events. So that's why they're they're going. So. Uh. So that's okay. why they're going before the President's Cup. Um, okay. So at that point, like, are we done with the big name defections until maybe the new season? When they have the full full teams like that are stuck together or are we going to keep seeing them? That That's one of my questions that I have. I, I thought they said they have all 48 locked in for next year. Now, those may be unannounced guys, right? that have already signed i suppose um but we'll see this this is certainly i think this is probably the last big cluster and you could have like one-offs here and there right one guy a big guy here a big guy there going yeah so uh, like Hideki says that, he's staying or he's he's committed now to the tour I, I don't know say we don't lose any of the top 20 players yeah at from this point if, if they have no more top 20 players in their yeah. What do you think of their 48? Um it's it's a competitive group. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the PGA Tour. PGA Tour also has the numbers. But I mean some of that depends on like is Bryson DeChambeau like a golfer anymore or is he sort of a a act circus act, right? He's a YouTuber. If you asked me two years ago, he's a top five player, top 10 player in the world. Um, but the addition of, of Cam Cameron Smith is, is a massive one. And DJ, I just don't know that like, it's a competitive group. It's, it's, I, I don't think it's like more compelling than watching the field this week, the 30 guys this week. Do you? No, I, I kind of fall in the same. I'm format aside. A, I'm talking about as a group of players. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's compelling. I think it's, I mean, when you think about when you go down the list, like 
one of the things with it, I don't think it necessarily needs to be, they don't need to have 48 superstars. Sure. Like they can get by with, with 10, like 10. We've seen golf telecasts, like 10 players is the, is kind of the, the money spot. And then you right. have the guys that pop on certain weeks, you know? Right. Right. Um, that's it for uh live defections. It's just, it seems like I, f- I feel a little bad for Trevor, not a little, a lot, a significant amount of empathy for Trevor Immelman and uh, less so president's cup organizers. Cause it, cause of the timeline of all this stuff and everything that's shaking yeah, they're out. They're doing like these, like all these like content rollouts with guys. And that's like, like the f- shitty thing. Like just, just be honest so that. And like a team event, you really got to, like it does matter that the guys meet and know and have an expectation and an understanding, at least core guy like Neiman and Kim Smith. Um, but they probably knew about Kim for a month now. It, it's, I don't know what you do. They got to plug and play and sort of figure it out going forward. Um, all right. James Hahn, the punching bag of 2022 summer, 2022 continued <laughs> his tour of incoherence. Uh, and who could have seen this coming at the start of the year? People like Taylor Gooch, James Hahn, Cameron Percy getting their star turn for, uh, I don't know, just people trying to, yeah, incoherence. He did an interview with Adam Shupak in Golf Week. Quote, certain changes were made to combat the live tour, not necessarily make our tour any better. To prevent more players from leaving our tour, we are ending up paying the top players in the world guaranteed money that has increased exponentially. Three years ago... Uh, He's just doesn't understand. It seems like the people who have the most influence of how much money is distributed to the top players in the world have a much stronger voice now than they've ever had. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This is how it works. I don't think he, I I don't think he understands how the world works. He can go back to being the Nordstrom shoe salesman. Like if that's what, if he thinks he's, on the level with Rory and Scheffler and Bryson and, and DJ and the guys who have left for a reason that were attractive to live. I, I it, it's it, it makes no sense what he's talking about. It's like we want we all want the same thing, what's best for the tour, but we have different ideas on how to get there. <laughs> right now, it seems like they are catering to the top players in the world. The, you don't want what's best for the tour if you just want like Peppy Peter and James Hahn to be on the same footing as the guys we watch today. There's no FedEx coming in to pay for a FedEx Cup for James Hahn versus Peter Malnati. It's it's just not happening. So you don't all necessarily want the same thing. I think they all want the tour to be better and exist. But what does he want? What is he? I, I, he's the only one who voted against the whole new elevated tour on the pack. He's the only one that that did it. It's it's just I it, I couldn't follow it. It makes you wonder. You know, you worry like, are, is he just tweeting sort of stream of consciousness, and maybe the context is lost? And then he does an interview like this. It's like, oh well, Twitter was probably kind that they give him a character limit. Do Do you think that uh, he will be on the pack next year? Or no. the player advisory, whatever the thing that he's on is called. The pack? No. I I don't know. Maybe he has like a two-year term that can't be altered. But it was just a bizarre... I kept reading it, and the whole thing kept getting more <laughs> incomprehensible. Harder to understand. We all want the same thing. It's interesting how things have switched. <laughs> of how the top... Yeah, it is interesting, man. You have an existential threat, basically taking all the top guys, so you need to cater to the top guys. That's why things have switched. If you don't want it to switch, uh, you die. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people on the tour understand this. You don't think so? You think they're so in their bubble that they could just keep showing up every year their yeah. 47 event schedule? I think the guys that have been there, I mean, this this goes to the Davis Love the Third adage of we just won't show up, we'll boycott it. <laughs> like this is the same like idea that like I really matter. Like no you don't, dude. You don't matter at all. And like guess what? 100 of you are all replaceable. 
there's 25 guys that matter. And that's what is, this war is all over 25 guys. Uh, and Cam Tringali. Yeah, of course. I, I hope tra- Cam, I mean, I saw his note of all the people, of all the people that have left, he did write like the, 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 like most, like, he was very gracious of the tour. He just, I mean, you can tell he's like, I, this is a, this is something I couldn't pass up. And I think everybody can look at that and understand why, why he did that. Oh, uh, Rory Gasco, we're, we're recording this. He goes, I hate what it's done to the game of golf as we're recording. He's talking. I really do. It's going to be hard for me to stomach going to Wentworth and seeing 18 of them there. It just doesn't sit right with me. Uh, it's getting a little, little more heated. Lee Westwood's on Twitter, just going at, you know, the notion of the Delaware group going at Eddie Pepperell. Um, and then you have James Hahn somewhere in the middle, just spouting nonsense into the void, uh, which is entertaining. Please keep going, James, please don't shut up. Please keep going. Uh, well, but he's yet in, he's in, he's in re- probably a uh, campaign season to keep a spot. Wentworth could be, uh, I mean, if Keith Pelly in the DP world tour wants some entertainment, I mean, they got to, they should put some of these guys together. No, the vocal, uh, a Billy Ho type with the Westie or a Poulter. I mean, I would, uh, I don't know if Billy's going. I assume he is defending champ, but he's definitely going. I mean, West, yeah. when he's got the West Ham players out there right. following him around, right? Put Rory with some of those guys. So Westie's on Twitter, man. He's getting after Eddie. So, uh, all right. That does it for this, uh, this Monday episode. Congrats to Rory McElroy, three time Courier Cup champion. A real leader in the game right now. Um, I don't know. Not your play of the year, but but really fun to watch him always when he wins. We'll be back Wednesday. Talk a little bit about Liv, some Wentworth stuff, all sorts of uh, more big, big events, I suppose, coming down the pike, even though football is here. Golf still continues. Talk to you then.